What is up? Welcome back to Outside the Top 25. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The best goddamn college football show about shitty teams on the internet. There's nobody else covering teams that are not 25 caliber. No. Nobody else is doing what we're doing. Specifically avoiding the good teams. Yeah. Fuck the good teams. The good teams aren't what makes college football fun. We talk about that every week. We're here to talk about the middle tier, the the delicious bottom tier which is like that juicy center of the college football filling. Mm-hmm. Just mediocrity. Ugh. And, and worse. I've seen, I see much, you, much worse. Yeah. Yes. As, wor- as bad as we can get. Every, every week is week zero here in Listen, terms of the types of teams we doc, cover. Just the slate of games wasn't great. A lot of teams I want to talk about are playing ranked teams. I know. I know. Which kind of stinks. Uh, but we it, did get some lovely news, though. What's that? This week. We got some kind of uh, just saving grace. Thanks to Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska tight end Eric, spelled in a really stupid way. With an A. Uh, Gilbert, uh, (laughs) arrested for breaking into a smoke shop and stealing over $1,600 in paraphernalia. Uh, Just Why don't you just go in there and ask if they want to do an NIL? Homie just wanted to vape. Yeah. See if you can get a vape NIL. Is that against the rules? Is there rules against tobacco and booze? I don't know. He just got to Nebraska, uh, transferred in from Georgia. Before that, he was at LSU. Kind That's of never of, a good sign. Kind of one of Matt Rule's big gets yeah. this offseason. That's never a good sign when you are just bouncing around, A, from team to team, and then, B, it's like SEC team to SEC team. And then Nebraska. And then Nebraska, yeah. And by the way, Nebraska, pl- historically – Plenty of their own criminal problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A very underrated school for having. I mean, they have one of the great college football criminals of all time in Lawrence Phillips. Right, but so he needed a waiver though this season because he transferred in two consecutive seasons. Yeah, so maybe he was not eligible for like an NIL deal. I don't know how that works. Well, and also like who in Nebraska is gonna give him an NIL? If he's not going to see the field, yeah, well, yeah. that, yeah, that, and it's just like we just got here. We don't even know you, bro. Are you even going to stick around? Did you like, watch the video though? I oh no, there was a video. Oh, it's all over Twitter. Oh, yeah, I think um, unnecessary roughness. The Barstool Pod posted it. That's the first place I saw it, at least. Uh, it was very very easy to find because his name starts with an A. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So yeah. he he kicks in the door. It takes a while. And, uh, yeah, he gets arrested on site. It doesn't take long. Covering his face, wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. Well, kind of a T-shirt, I think, right? T-shirt mask, yeah. (laughs) Eventually gets in there, then kicks in the back. What the fuck? Are you doing this for vapes? Just for vapes, man. Addiction's not... The kids yearn for vapes. Yeah, addiction's not a joke. He's on every camera possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you would think a smoke shop, of all places, they definitely have... All the cameras. Helicopters waiting outside. <laughs> they have all the cameras. They probably have a, like a dope ass security system. Too, oh my off. god! There were so many cops waiting for him. Yeah. So I don't think he's going to be eligible this week. No, it's Minnesota. No, that cut to of twenty cops just or actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven plus a dog. Jesus, they're just waiting outside. They're like, meh, it's fine. We'll wait. He, he, to his credit, doesn't put up any resistance. He's immediately hands up. He's just like, ah, you caught me. You got me. Yeah. Uh, Jeez. So, yeah, he was a top nine ranked tight end in the uh, transfer cycle, whatever that means. Like, is that good? There's two recruiting cycles now. I know. There's the actual recruiting cycle, and then there's the 
the it's transfer market. Enough so portal. that two four seven sports has they don't just rank recruiting classes anymore; they rank transfer classes. Okay, so they have like a whole tab. It's pretty sweet uh, for basketball and football. They will. Uh, so like you can be like, oh dude, they had a, a top fucking tw- you know fifteen recruiting class, and then you can go look and like they're oh dude, we got like a top twelve uh, transfer portal market. Yep. Yeah. Uh, sure. So man. team rankings, you can go recruit overall or transfer. So overall takes both into account. They're changing my tradition. <laughs> I hate it. Kind of. I kind of hate it. Yeah. I kind of hate everything that's happening in college sports. You but- need- Whatever. It's our favorite sport. It is. Let's talk about it. Uh, ASU also gave themselves a self-imposed bull ban this week for the alleged infractions under Herm Edwards. Not why they deserve a bull ban. Why do they deserve a bull ban? For sending plays to the other team. That's literally cheating. Is that not what this is? No. It's for Herm's infractions. (laughs) Well, maybe they feel bad. It's It's not for... It's not for what they did to Herm Edwards, the underling coaches, the subordinate coaches sending plays to the other team to it's get still him still kind fired. of on Herm, right? Those I are guess, the guys man. he hired. Keep your ship in order. Either way, good news for uh, first-year coach Kenny Dillingham because he now has a six-year contract instead of a five-year contract. Is that part of the contract? I think in the stipulations of the contract, it says for every sanction brought amongst ASU for previous administration violations— he gets another year added to his contract. That's, I hope that's standard. That because should be. Right? Why the fuck would should you get fired for somebody else's incompetence? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's great. Good for him. Yeah, get that so. bag. That's oh man. And you know ASU is not going to make a fucking bowl game this year anyway. No, they they weren't anyway. But I just that is it. Get still blows my mind that that Herm Edwards story is not was not bigger news. Yeah, I mean it was like a day on Twitter. And it went away. People just really hated Herm. I mean, it, we everyone knew it was. A, I think everyone knew it was such a bad hire that everyone shrugged. They're he, like, he was just trying to build better men. Probably that's all he was trying to do. He didn't care about winning football games as long as you left that university as a better man. He won. I, I don't think he was accomplishing that either. Though I don't think he did that either. Yeah, I don't no. think either <laughs> was getting getting done. And that's kind of just the little news, news roundup. Uh, last week we. Week zero against spread records, not great. Well, I don't, I don't know about that. I went two and three. Yeah, not great uh, for you. I didn't pick as many over unders. Uh, you went four and three. But look, let's not let's look, not look who's chasing who. Okay, well we have the same amount of losses. Look who's ch- well. I picked more. I picked more wins. What do you want me to do? Pick more. Make more picks. It's week one. Make more picks. It's week one. Oh boy, behind the eight ball already. Man, I can't wait till you crumble this week. This is to be fair, this is how your entire gambling year is gone. Not good. <laughs> a lot of things that should have gone. But we're bouncing right. back. Okay. Especially, I mean, I won a lot of money on Max Holloway last week, so that was good. Um let's not bury the lead though. Hmm. We both hit our money line dog. We did hit both hit our money line dog. Limited choices, but we both like went Jack State. Yeah. Easy, kind of an easy pick, though. Yeah, I think so. Well, they were barely. We like. <laughs> they're a one point dog. So, one thing we like to do for the Moneyline Dogs, if you're not familiar with the show, is we t- tend to not try not to go with someone who's like like a basically an even odds, right? One, minus one, minus two. Like, we try to we go. We had no choice. We Yeah, that was really the only. I thought about Hawaii, but. You know, they cost me money. Hawaii overs are back, baby. Yeah, but they cost me. I It wasn't a game. 
Uh, that was one of the games we lost, right? Mm-hmm. We both lost that game. No, I won that game. You picked, I, I took the over. You, oh, you did, but you didn't take the cover. Did not take Hawaii in the points. I, uh, I blame myself for that. Okay. I, I thought you took Vandy in the points like I did. No, no, no. Okay. Stayed away from that, man. Inspiration, playing for Maui. I told you this. <laughs> they covered for Maui. They covered for Maui. Uh, they're they're playing again this week, though. Playing Stanford. They're on the dock, actually. But let's start Friday. Okay. Let's start with a game I'm going to be at. There's My, some fun games Thursday, but I think they're all against they're. I want to give people time. Yeah. As this goes out, uh, Miami at Miami. You're oh, going to be there. I'm going to be there. Miami of Ohio catching 17. The over/under is 54 and a half. Uh, you got TVD Tyler Van Dyke returns after a disappointing season. Whole bunch of new receivers for Miami. Young okay. receiving core. Um, they were also 95th in rushing last year, which is uh, no bueno for a team of Miami's caliber. Uh, if you are a G5 or a P5 team and you have anything ranking that low, in 90, yeah, you are f- fucked. Super disappointing year for Miami. Chris the Ball is trying to get that ship right. Miami of Ohio actually kind of low key, very very experienced. Yeah, you got Brett Gabbert, Blaine's little bro. Yeah, the the younger Brigabberts not really. It's like um, it's like the younger Baldwin's. Doesn't matter. It's his fifth year. Okay, he started as a freshman. I was gonna say he's been there forever. He's been there. For, he's been there. Uh, starter for five years. Last year though, he missed the majority of the year with a shoulder injury. Looking to come back. Guns a blazing. They also got South Carolina transfer Rashad Amos in the backfield. I kind of like Miami of Ohio, the Red Hawks, to cover. 17 is too many points, especially for this kind of so-so Miami team. Okay. That what you think, huh? So-so you. Yeah. Well, they're always so-so you. Um, I actually, I'm going to take the Canes here. I think they come out looking impressive in week one, and people are like, hmm, we might not even get to talk about them week two. You think they're going to be ranked after this? Such an impressive win. I'm just saying between other teams looking shitty and people, you know how it goes. Okay. In terms of like, oh, there's that team I want to be ranked. Yeah. Because it's fun when they're ranked. Okay, I'll rank them. <sighs> Name recognition. Yeah. Brand loyalty. Blah, blah, blah. I think Miami, Ohio, or Miami, Florida, the Miami Hurricanes, I think they cover. Okay. We both play on Thursday, right? Yeah, Mizzou does, Missouri, UCF. yeah, Missouri and UCF both play Thursday, yeah. we're, and we're both playing god awful. Just teams. massive spreads, we so they're not in the dock. No. It's uh, not not really worth. Not it. really worth trying to pick because like the spreads too big. But I would you typically cover. I think UCF <laughs> covers. Yeah, not official, but yeah. Next up, we have NC State minus fourteen and a half, going up to store Connecticut. Oh, boy. Jim Moore Jr. and the boys. Over-under is 46 and a half. Dave Dorian has now had eight bowl trips in his last 11 years at NC State, which is pretty respectable for NC State. That's extremely respectable. So NC State is basically like the exact same level of program to me as like Missouri. And oh, and that's the type of – like that's why I don't get like the drink hate because it's like he's qualified for a bowl every year. Like, yeah, he's, he's under 500 by two games. And you're in the SEC. Because he loses the bowl games. But like – He's qualified for a bowl every year. If you're at NC State and your coach is getting you into a bowl eight out of 11 years. Now, the only complaint I would have with NC State as an NC State fan is just that um, you play in a shitty conference. Half your conference is god awful. And you should be 
pushing 10 wins once every couple of years. I mean, any team. They had a good year last year, though. They beat Florida State, I believe. Um, Clemson, didn't they? Or they beat Clemson two years ago. They might have beaten both. Yeah. Um, let me just kind of look. Because they did have an upset of Clemson. Uh, I thought that was last year. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, Dorant, uh, Dorant, what else do you want? Eight out of 11 years? They beat North Carolina. That's huge. Win a rivalry game. Yep. They beat Florida State. And no, they gave Clemson a game, though. Oh, okay. So okay, okay. They lost by 10 to Clemson. But still, dude, taking Florida State and UNC down, those are, and these are all old ACC programs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, the, those are rivals. Uh, on some de- well, UNC's a little rival. Florida State probably more of like we've just played each other forever. Right. So Devin Leary out transfers to Kentucky. But they'll, they'll get a little bit of an experienced quarterback in Brennan Armstrong from Virginia. Okay, they're also getting the OC from Virginia, so mm. not a whole lot of uh, adjusting for our guy Brennan. Okay, he's thrown for over nine thousand yards and sixty touchdowns in his career, so Duke can sling it. Um, NC State has returned six starters from last year's team on defense. Uh, they finished 15th in scoring defense in 2022. They were top 20 in the country in rushing defense and total yards allowed. The strength of the defense is also the secondary with NC State returning both starting cornerbacks. Love that. Man, it's going to be tough sledding for UConn. Yeah. Although, Jim Mora. Do you think it's a big spread? Last year they w- they made a bowl game. Last year they made a bowl. They, are they re are they rethinking their their move to the D2, FCS? The FCS. <laughs> like we're just going to be independent for a bit. <laughs> we got some stuff to figure out, man. Maybe I like um, that Jim Moore is again one of those coaches we talk about. That's just like I'm just going to go play with my Legos in the corner. I'm just going to go play with my toys. It's a good spot for him. Yeah, I think UCLA may be a little too high pressure. Even though Pac-12 should be more laid back. Well. UConn it doesn't exist. UConn football, there are zero expectations. None. So, like, the fact that you made a bowl game yeah. is incredible. Uh, he's looking to make back-to-back bowl games for the first time since 2008 to 2010, I believe. So, yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. But I think they're they're much improved. But, uh, man, I think NC State, a little too much defense for uh, this Husky team. Okay. That said, I'm going to go – I'm going to go under. Under 46 and a half. You're That's taking my the official under? pick, yeah. Okay. I'm taking NC State to cover. Um, I think they kind of – they might win big on this one. It's it's really just a matter of can UConn repeat, I guess, the 6 and 6. Competence? Magic. Yeah. <laughs> just being decent. Right. Yeah. I get that. Not even decent, really, but, like, there. Like, a, 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 a able to hang in a game. A football team. Right, yeah. Let's see. I mean, last year they lost to Utah. I mean, they beat. Here's who they beat last year: Central Connecticut State. Love that. Big uh, well, they lost big by rivalry again. They lost by 31 to NC State last year. Mm-hmm. They did take down Fresno State, which was their upset of the year. Yeah, that was. Uh, I think Painter was out for that game. Okay. Uh, actually, they had a huge upset over Boston College as well. But then they also the other but teams. Boston College was god awful yeah. last year. The other the teams they knocked off were FIU, UMass. Uh, UMass won one game last year. And Liberty? Liberty's a good win. Yeah. yeah. They had but, a couple good wins. No, nothing on <laughs> You're like, the oh, level. yeah, they upset UMass, who won one game last year. No, UMass was not the upset. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm taking NC State to cover. I, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not even going to bother. Some, I'm not going to bother buying the half point. I thought about it for a second, but, man. Taking the under. Next up, in-state rivalry game to start off the season. Central Michigan catching 14. The Chippewas. Jim McElwain at... Michigan State, 
Over-under is 45 and a half. Mel Tucker still hasn't announced a quarterback. Never great. Never great for them. No, no, probably not. Looking, a lot of people are saying probably Noah Kim, redshirt junior. Okay. But, you know, has Michigan State really had a competent quarterback since Kirk Cousins? Uh, I know they've had, like, cocky quarterbacks since. Yeah. I don't I, know if they've been good. Not to my knowledge have they had a uh, competent quarterback since Kirk Cousins. And by the way, Kirk Cousins was still just kind of, like, fine. At, at Michigan State? Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't... He's better than you remember. I'm sure he was, but it was not... I mean, Michigan State's always one of those teams that's, like, even when they are, even when they are a little sexier, you just kind of think of them as mm-hmm. grinded out, whatever. Um, uh, I mean, they got the Hauser as a, I, I believe he's coming in. He's a another Hauser. Yeah, there's a Hauser. There's another Hauser at Michigan State. Sure. So he could also win that job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Peyton Thorne, Rocky Lombardi. These are all names that are just. Connor Connor Cook is, you could argue, was decent at Michigan State. Yeah. But not really. Yeah. Cook made the playoff with him, right? Yeah, he was 2012 to 2015. Yeah. Uh, I like Michigan State here. Central Michigan's kind of down bad this year. They weren't good last year. Yeah. And yeah. They're, they're ranking, they rank below 100 in the S&P Plus just overall. 4 and 8 last year. McIlwain does not in fact have the boys chipping. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take Michigan State. Spartan should be able to run all over them. Jalen Berger comes back. He had 636 yards last year, six touchdowns. Nathan Carter is a transfer from UConn. Um, yeah, they got a bunch of it's just kind of a bunch of running backs by committee. Should be able to run all over the Chippewas. I tend to agree that they should cover 14. Okay. Um, however, I'll just go Michigan State. <laughs> Not get too cute. Yeah, it's... Can't do it. Okay. We're flying through these games. Stanford, minus three and a half. Going to the island. Homecoming for Hawaii. Over-unders 59. New head coach for Stanford. New era for Stanford. Kind of. In a lot of ways, a new era in for so Stanford. so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. In all the ways, is it a new era for Stanford football? New head coach, Troy Taylor, coming in from Sacramento State, where he averaged 500 yards and well over 40 points a game. Flashy offense. That is not something Stanford had in a long, long time. No? No. If ever. I mean, you could argue the Christian McCaffrey offense. That was pretty fun, but the it was Christian a typical McCaffrey pro offense. offense. What? It was a typical professor, like pro offense. Yeah, he just ripped off a ton of huge runs yeah. and shit like that. More so than they were like letting it letting it fly. You got EJ Smith, Emmett Smith's son in the backfield returning after a season mm-hmm. engine mm-hmm. and an injury last year. Defense for Stanford though, totally ravaged by the transfer portal. That is why I will continue that Hawaii tradition. They looked pretty decent last week against they Vandy. Did. They, they had did. a they had a bit of spunk in them. That is mm. some soul. Give me that under or that over, baby. Hawaii overs. They're back okay. in a big way. Hawaii over fifty nine. Okay. I am taking Hawaii to cover 
and I'm taking them as my money line dog. This is the week they do it for the islands. Okay. They looked good against Vanderbilt, who I think is like pre- like good. Like not amazing, but like No, Vandy's very solid. Yeah, Vandy's going solid to give around. someone problems in the SEC this year. Not Georgia, uh not probably not Tennessee, but Missouri, Kentucky, South Carolina. Like they're going to they're gonna give them uncomfortable games. I know. And the fact that Hawaii gave them an uncomfortable game at the end, that's interesting to me. I like Hawaii, so give me both the spread and Hawaii as my money line dog, dog of the week. Of the week. Love it, Rob. Wish I could go there with you. I'll just take the over. <laughs> okay. Louisville catching set or a minus seven and a half at Georgia Tech. Gross. This game is <laughs> fucking. <sighs> Love these games on the slate. The over-under is 48 and a half. Our boy Brom taking the reins at Louisville. Jack Plummer followed him from Purdue. Georgia Tech, key, Brent Keys taking over. Um, defense was solid. That's pretty much all I got on it. I mean, Georgia Tech's going to be okay. They're going to be fine. I mean, God, are they? Are they going to be fine? Uh, they're going to be better than what they were. They have, like, a top 50-ish defense, which is, you know, I don't know. I don't like, I don't like anything about Georgia Tech. That team is – that is – is that the program that's fallen the farthest from their heights? It's got to be either them or Colorado, right? What heights, man? They were like – Like, they, I know when they ran the triple option. No, no, no. They, they were, were kind of humming a little bit. In the 90s, Georgia Tech was a legit powerhouse. Powerhouse? Georgia Tech football did was a ACC, like, big-name program in the 90s. Mm. I guess I was too young to kind of remember that. My, fr- I mean, my only real – good memories of Georgia Tech was Calvin Johnson. Yeah, that was even after. That was when they were kind of getting squishy before the, before the complete Yeah, I'm very fall. aware. Calvin Johnson was in mid-2000s. Yeah. So. Uh, they have, yeah, they won a national title in 1990. I think it's the one they split with Colorado. It was before I was born. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they have, uh, uh, they weren't division titles back then. I'm trying to see conference titles, how many conference titles they have. But they, I mean, they're they're legit. They were what do you think of, is this the XFL? All right, then. Returning back home <laughs> to Louisville. Uh, I uh, I love Brom going to Louisville. Mm-hmm. Overdue. Like Plummer. Plummer's pretty solid. Louisville should be able to have a decent offense this year. I think he is eventually going to write that, that ship. He succeeded. They weren't bad. Satterfield wasn't bad. They used to be so much better. Yeah, under Petrino. Under Petrino, and then uh, what's-his-fuck. Because you had back-to-back, you had Lamar Jackson, and then you also had um, Teddy, Teddy. Bridgewater. Yeah. They just had, like, two really, really generational quarterbacks. Yeah. I think I think he's going to get— For college. I think he's going to get I'm not, I'm not saying Teddy Bridgewater is, like, a generational NFL quarterback. Right. I, I think he's going to get Louisville back to, like, a top-20 program status. Like, you're going to see them ranked all the time. I mean, look what he did at Purdue. Yeah. I agree. The spoiler makers. He's not going to be. He's not playing spoiler in the ACC. He's gonna. He's gonna have them into a dangerous team in the ACC. So, are you comfortable? Line's a little odd. I hate the half point. The seven and a half. Yeah. Um, Over under is forty eight and a half. What are you doing here? Louisville, let it rip. Louisville rolls. Georgia Tech is just. There's nothing there. 
Louisville at home to Louisville rolls week one. I like that under. Like, I think Louisville can put up points. I don't think Georgia Tech can really keep up with them. No, they're not going to put up any points. But if they do, if Georgia Tech, they're at home, if they slop it up. Yeah. And I don't even know, man, what condition Georgia Tech's going to be in. I'm, is the hurricane going to hit Atlanta at all? Uh, I don't know. It might get into Georgia, but Atlanta's still, like, you know, at the top of Georgia. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, so I, I, I really – but, no, they're playing at Louisville. Oh, but you just mean, like, what, like – how they're going to be able to practice. Or they're playing what? at Georgia Tech. No, they're playing at Louisville. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. The way I wrote it says otherwise. I'm pretty sure it's in Atlanta. Uh, No, it's at Louisville. Oh. Then I got lied to by Google. Fuck me. If it's at Louisville, then yeah, I like, I like Louisville to cover too. Oh, wait. Let's see here. I'm getting like... Are you well, sure? Like, come on, man. No, the 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 S and P Plus doc told me, dude. I'm seeing it. I don't trust anything, like the way Google lines everything up. No, it's not Georgia Tech, dude. It is okay. Yeah. So fuck you, for I saying my doc's wrong. My be, doc is never wrong. Your doc's never wrong. Okay. So I don't care. I still like Louisville. All right. I'll, I'm gonna go under just because I think it's Georgia Tech at home. They'll have a little bit of juice. Yeah. Opening day. Okay. And by that, the defense shows up a little bit. Yeah. That. I just don't. I don't think anyone there cares any yeah, about football. There's no, gonna be no one there for the D to cheer on the defense. Ball State catching twenty six and a half at Kentucky over unders forty nine. Like I said, Devin Leary now replacing Will Levis at quarterback. Honestly, might be a more steady, reliable quarterback than Will Levis. Yeah, Will Levis honestly cost them a couple games last year. I don't understand the hype around Will Levis. I'm glad that people didn't make the mistake. In the NFL, of being like, oh, he's tall and handsome, and he could throw the, he could throw the ball real far. Yeah, but if you can get him at what the Titans got him at in the second round, I'm oh, okay, that's I'm okay fine. with taking that. That's fine, chance. but I mean, yeah. like, you know, people thinking he was gonna be a top fifteen pick or some sh- insane shit like that. Um, I was listening to uh, Rasillo on the way in, and they were just talking about kind of how NFL quarterbacks, especially backups, there's such a high turnover rate because. New is always better than what you have. Yeah. And they never give these guys that should need time to develop and everything a chance. And uh, he was kind of just comparing it to how running backs, like everyone's just on their like soapbox about how running backs like pay them nothing. And it's like, well, the quarterback position, if you come in and you don't start immediately and you don't have success, you're fucking out of the league. Yeah. Like, it's honestly impressive to be a Chase Daniel. Oh, to yeah. To be able to stick around that long. Or Gabbert, who was – because at least Chase Daniel, I guess you could say nothing was ever expected out of him because he wasn't drafted. Yeah. Gabbert was a top 10 pick. And, uh, I mean, I, you, Drew Locke might be on the same trajectory if we're just talking about Missouri quarterbacks. Back up you. Because uh, think about what the Titans have now and Malik Willis. Yeah. He might be out of league in like a year or two. I oh, know Malik Willis isn't on the Titans anymore. He just got cut He's by the Patriots. He's got cut. By the Patriots. Malik Wills got traded. I didn't realize that. I'm, I must not be keeping up. Are you just like throwing shit against the wall at me that's not real? Uh, I just read that the other day. No, he's literally on the fucking Titans. Oh, fuck. Yeah, what are you doing to me? I'm just, it's early. I'll just say that. You're just no, like, I'm a moron. you have no confidence in anything I say. It's crazy. Hold on. It's honestly absurd. What you, no, Bailey Zapp got cut by the Patriots. Yeah. 
The Patriots cut someone else too. I could just I'm just whatever. They I think they're only riding with like one quarterback. Ah, uh, right they now. cut Malik Cunningham. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Piece of shit. Uh have me doubt myself. I should never doubt myself. <laughs> this is why I'm at where I'm at right now in gambling. Um always bet on yourself, kids. I love Kentucky here. I think they're gonna blow the doors off Ball State. Okay. I mean, Kentucky's still got their defense, and yeah, if they're, I mean, it's hard for me to go against that. So you're going Kentucky? Um, yeah, I almost wanted to bet the under, but it just feels like Kentucky's going to score a million points. Now, the actually though, the real problem is will will Ball State score anything? Ball State has honestly a field goal, maybe maybe six points. Yeah, Ball State has the hundred and fifth or hundred and thirteenth ranked offense in the country. And Kentucky, I mean, let me just look what their defense is ranked. Six. You need to talk to your boy Bill Connolly because it seems like he's got a lot of shit wrong right now. Uh, what do you mean? You just you keep referencing S and P and like I just to see how the defense is an offense, but with all right. this wrong information. Not yeah, he wasn't. He didn't have anything on Malik Willis in the in the doc. But he also didn't have. He had the game at Louisville. He he wrote it backwards. Yeah, but he I also saw it backwards on Google. So I don't know why that happened. <laughs> There's a very simple thing. So, like, in Google, the bottom seems the home team. And then you can kind of confirm it on ESPN or whatever. But when you, like, search a game, it's always the bottom team that's the home I team. I understand that. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they're not – oh, you know what it, what weird, what it was weird is it said um, – what is your point you're making? What are you doing? I think, yeah. So they're playing in Atlanta, but it said versus Georgia Tech instead of at Georgia Tech. And there's a reason for that. They're not playing at Georgia Tech. It's, a, it's one of those kickoff games week one. It's the uh, Aflac kickoff special. They're playing in the Georgia Dome or the Mercedes-Benz Dome. It's a home game. I understand that, but it's not. I know. I so, which is why it was written differently. Okay. Got it. Because um, I th- I was I was confused by that too. Uh, I mean, does a home game at Georgia Tech really scare anyone? <laughs> no, no. If anything, this actually makes it worse for Georgia Tech because this incentivizes Louisville fans to travel there. And it's a nicer field. And it's a dome. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Um, I'm gonna take the under with Kentucky. Yeah, I think this game ends up being so the uh, the over under is 48 and a half. I could see this being. 40 to 6. Get 40 to 3. Yeah. Something like that. that. I could see that. I, I like the under here. This is very Mark Stoopsy. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Law Tech catching 20 and a half at your SMU Mustangs. Over under 66 and a half. Law Tech almost lost to a team last week that threw for four yards. Yeah. Florida International had four passing yards last week. And Louisiana Tech clung on to victory. Hank Bachmar did not look sharp. I'll be real. He hasn't really looked sharp since that FSU game at Boise. But, yeah, La Tech might not be as good as I thought they were going to be. Preston Stone back after losing his job to injury now that Tanner Mordecai is now at Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, SMU, they're, you know they're going to sling the ball. They're going to put up points. points. 66 and a half is a lot of points, especially when La Tech just – 
put up a stinker against FIU. But like I said last week, the biggest improvement is always from week one to week two. I think people after seeing that game against FIU are going to be down. Give me the 20 and a half. Give me LaTeX. You like him to cover? Yep. Uh, man. What I would really love to bet, but we don't do this, so I won't do it. I want to see the team over on SMU. Okay. I mean, if you want that, I'll, I'll give that to you. We can do that. Okay. I just want to make like a – can we agree on this policy, though? What? No teasers. No, Yeah, no teasers. Fuck no teasers. We don't tee off from the fucking ladies' tees. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. I, I just think it's so dumb. Like, let's be authentic. Let's be real with people. Yeah. Like, let's just pick the spreads. Let's be men. Like, keep our records and be honorable. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, by the way, I see the line on uh, mybookie.com, which is where we do our betting, has actually dropped to 20 at present. Um, I think SMU covers. It's 20 now? Yeah, it's at 20. All right. I'll take the plus 20. I don't care. I don't need the half point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I there But there was, I what I meant to say, though, also, is that there are no um, team lines yet. That usually doesn't drop to, like, day of. Gotcha. So, you're just taking SMU minus I'm taking 20. SMU three touchdowns easy. All right. Next up, we got Fresno State catching three and a half at Purdue over under 47 and a half. Ryan Walters coming over from Illinois to take over the job for Brom. Made his bones on the defensive side, of course, for Burt. Oh, Purdue is going to hate watching this style of football unless he's hiring offensive coordinators who – because really, I feel like – let me look who their offensive coordinator is. Well, they just got a Hudson card from Texas, who's a pretty rock-solid quarterback, I thought. Yeah. Um, Actually, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Now, this is, I love what uh, Ryan Walters did here. Uh, Ryan Walters sounds so familiar. Was he at Missouri at one point? Was he a terrible coordinator at Missouri? He was. Oh, my God. He was our horrible defensive coordinator. I knew that name sounded familiar. Yeah, he's a defensive guy who isn't good at defense. (laughs) <laughs> Some of the worst defenses I've ever seen. They were pretty good at, at Illinois last last year. I'm giving I'm gonna give Burt credit for that. Just but that's all Burt. The, dude, the 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 defenses from 2018 to 2020 were well more like 2018. He got he got better as it went along. Um, anyway, though, he hired Graham Harrell as the offense coordinator. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's a good hire. So, um, and this is, so that's what I was going to say, though, is this sort of like, oh, he's a defensive coach, whatever. If you, no one's any type of coach anymore, mm-hmm. right? You have maybe philosophies you like on defense and offense, but you just then need to hire the person. You got to get the coordinators, yeah. Yeah. Even if you, like, most coaches don't like recruiting, but it doesn't matter as long as you hire guys that recruit. Yes. A hundred percent. I will say, I have. I don't know how I feel about Fresno this year with Mikey Keene. I'm a little sour on Mikey Keene because yeah. he, he sat out the conference championship because he wanted to have another year of eligibility. Oh, if he played one less game? So he was our backup last year, and he was kind of pissed off about that because Plumlee came in took his job. He was good when he played, um, and I think he did beat Tulane in the first game. Okay. But second game, he, he had played his four-game limit, so he couldn't like sit the redshirt year out or whatever. So he didn't – Plumlee was hurt in the conference championship game against Tulane. And he just sat it and out. And he sat it out. 
What a turd. Because he he wanted to keep that year of eligibility. Yeah, fuck that. And I mean, I I get it, but also fuck you, Mikey. No, no, fuck that. Fuck you, Mikey. Fuck that shit. You could have been our quarterback of the future. <laughs> yep, not even that. He was like, all right, I I would be appreciative if I would be more understanding if he's like, all right, keep the year of eligibility. Yeah. But come back to UCF. Yeah. No, he transferred immediately. I think before the bowl game. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Takes over from my boy Jay Kaner. I did. I did like the flashes I saw of Mikey, especially from year one to year two. Mm-hmm. Much, much more improvement because year one he was like he couldn't throw the ball past five yards. I think his like yards per completion was like abysmal. Right, it was, like worse than the F- FBS. That said, I think I think Fresno covers here. Fresno's just rock solid. Okay. I'm going to check out their D.C. real quick. So it looks like Walters brought him over from Illinois. He was the uh, linebackers. Oh, he was the associate head coach. Yeah. And uh, outside linebackers coach at Illinois. Uh, Boy. He was the D.C. linebackers coach at SMU from 2018 to 2020. We're not necessarily a notable defensive team. Uh Popping around really on a lot of mid teams here, Kansas. Um, I'm going to take the under. Okay, I actually I really like that too. Yeah, I kind of feel like this is going to be both it's defenses just sloppy. Are, yeah, both defenses are good, and this team this is going to be a little bit of a slap dick uh, affair. I think. Yeah. All right. Next up, speaking of slap fit, slap dick affairs. Toledo catching nine and a half at Illinois and Champaign over under is forty five and a half. We got Burt Ball. We got Toledo trying to run the ball. That won't happen because no. Illinois out no. or, uh defense is going to stop it. And, but their and, offense is also not going to be great to start the season. We're both high on Illinois this year, but we know how they start a season. We know how Burt starts. We know how it's going to be a slop fest. Okay, this will be grind. This will be low scoring. This is going to give me the under. And also give me Toledo. You're taking Toledo to cover. To cover. Okay. I think there's there's hype around Illinois football for the first time in a decade maybe. They're going to come out. It's at Illinois. It's going to be an exciting game. It's a night game. The students are going to be lit the fuck up. All you need is that defense to uh, get stops, give you short fields and mm-hmm. so on. Illinois covers. I Illinois, love so you're thinking Illinois wins 12-0? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toledo's decent. They're fine. Um, I think Illinois is just good, though. I do, too. I just got it. They got to get a few games under the belt before they start to to roll. Okay. That's fine. I just, yeah, I think, I think Illinois gets this done. All right. Texas State, our Bobcats, <laughs> catching 27 and a half at Jeez. Baylor. Over under 61 and a half. Texas State now. New head coach. G.J. Kinney. Should be fun. Kinney made incarnate word in FCS offensive powerhouse. In San Antonio, right? Yeah. Yeah. They um they do that fast-paced go, 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 go offense. Yeah. So at least Texas State could be fun. You got to give the people something, right? If you're not going to give them wins, at least give them entertainment. Give them fun. Yeah. That might backfire, though. Uh, like, we've always talked about Heupel's offense. When it goes bad, it goes real bad because yes. you're just giving the ball yeah. to the uh, other team within 
11 seconds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Baylor's defense rock solid. Uh, Shapin should be able to cook on the offensive side. Man. I hate spreads this big. What are you thinking? Six. I kind of like the over here because, I mean, Texas State's not going to fucking stop Baylor. No. And maybe Baylor gets up so big, Texas State put dumps in some garbage time offense. Yeah, but if they win 42-7, to seven, you miss that. Or even 49-7. to seven. No, dude. I'm thinking, like, Baylor wins probably – Baylor puts up a 50-burger. Okay. And then Texas State hits 21. You think Texas State gets 21? 14 points in the fourth quarter. Like Okay. I'm taking Baylor to cover. I don't know about this over-under. Uh, it does seem low, but it's just Texas State is so bad. They are. Who even plays for them? Well, you know, that whole strategy of not recruiting didn't work. <laughs> We're going to be a transfer portal team. All right. Yep, sure. All right. Sure, sure, sure. All right. It didn't work. But also, when you take over a job like that, man, you got to give you got to give a guy more than two or three years. Yeah, especially a job like that. There, you just can't who have these, a high turnover Who are these Texas, Texas State, State boosters <laughs> that are like, we ha- you're not fast enough? You gotta. I guess if you have a, somebody like a, a GJ Kinney who's available, you kind of just like say fuck it, we'll hire him. Yeah, it doesn't matter because um, y- you want something exciting. Because what they had was not exciting under. Uh, no, it's pivotal. You got to think it's just killing them to watch UTSA become a national G five power. Well, UTSA believed in a coach for more than three years. Yeah. Right? Like, how long has fucking uh, Trailer been there? He's been there for a minute. He, he's been there since 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it also helps to have a Frank Harris who's been there for yeah. seven years. Still, though, like, it's just, you think you're so cool. Like, you're like, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're not like UT or AM, but we're like the dope party school, you know? And, and like, yeah, football, tailgate. And then, like, UTSA, which is like a borderline community college, is just crushing it. In football, yeah, and you, you're uh, San Marcos is a genuinely wonderful college town. It's fun, yeah. Uh, it should be better. It's they should be better. It's really, it's a real fucking disappointment that these guys can't get their shit together. Yeah. Speaking of UTSA, they are next. Na- they are now in the AAC. Welcome to my <laughs> old conference. Yeah. Uh, UTSA minus one and a half at Houston the over under is 59 and a half again Frank Harris back for a seventh season for the program Love I don't know that if that's for him. possible COVID baby receiving core strong backs are there uh they keep the nation's 12th best offense going Houston's a little bit more of a different story bit of a mess complete um, mess Clayton Toon's gone you got Donovan Smith Jr. replacing him he's Good dual threat quarterback. Uh, yeah. They should be able to still score. I just, what the fuck are you gonna get out of Dana Holgerson this year? I that's the thing, man. Like, what what can you you can take a you can look at the system and the talent and the the track record. Is he at least excited to be in the Big Twelve now? That's what I'm saying. Like, it do, none of that matters if the coach doesn't care. If the coach is fucking mentally checked out. The, t- the roster, the fucking system, none of it matters. And I don't know if Dana Holgerson has any interest in being a coach. I'm going to take the over. 
just I'm just going to cheer for points. This was a great game last year. Overtime. Um, I think it's going to be relatively similar. I don't have a trust in either one of these teams because Houston, they could just, you know, they have talent. They, they could do. Just show up. They do. They like, have undeniable the, talent on cheer offense. For, like, put this game on. I think this is going to be a fun like TV2, TV3 game. And then you'll catch it in the corner of your eye like, oh, shit. Like, it's, it's like 35, 32. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me the over. Uh, I like the over as well. I just, that's. How many points do they have to score? Just a 30, like I said, 35-32 game. That covers easy. That's easy. Yeah. Easy. I mean, one of these teams is scoring 40, I think. Maybe. So, yeah, I, I like the over there. As far I'll make a pick on this game, too, just because, fuck it. Um, I think UTSA avenges their, their uh, home loss last year. Gotcha. Okay. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um... If you're going to do that, I'm going to go. I have to take a money line dog. I haven't done it yet. I'll take Houston. Okay. I'll take Houston as my money line dog. Home dog. <clears throat> only a one and a half money line dog. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I just don't like anything on the dock where I'm like, I'm going to take Toledo to win. No. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I get it. I get it. I could take Fresno, but I don't really believe in that at all. I believe in the points. I just don't believe in them to win the game. Yeah, nothing I'm looking at on the board right now. Okay. Really you don't, makes you don't like the dog in our next game? <laughs> Wyoming? <laughs> Certainly not. Uh, they are at home. We got a very, very highly regarded Texas Tech team for some reason coming in. Tech is getting love. They're getting a lot of love. Uh, we will not be able to talk about them, I think, next week. I think they're going to win this game easy and probably be ranked. Uh, they're minus 14. The over-under is 50 and a half. Tyler Shuck, the Red Raiders have high expectations. There's a lot of teams or a lot of people out there picking Tech to possibly win the Big 12. Dark Horse Big 12 team? Yeah. Okay. I disagree with that. I think it's going to be between Texas and Kansas State. I honestly think Texas, as much as we like to joke about Texas being Texas, there really shouldn't be a reason why they don't win the Big 12 this year. Especially because the Big 12 is going to be about as squishy as it's been in a long time. And the, they I mean, had Oklahoma will be. Yeah. Certainly. Um, but TCU is, I, I, like, we like Sonny Dykes, but I think TCU is just going to have a mediocre we like, year. We like the offensive scheme of Kendall Browse. I don't know if I like Kendall Browse. <laughs> as a human, Duggan just got cut. Saw that, but he had a good preseason. He'll get picked up. Maybe. He'll get picked up. Yeah. Yeah. I liked what the Cowboys did with Greer. They let Will Greer ball out. They mm-hmm. said, we're going to cut you, but you're going to start every snap for the last game of the preseason. And he balled out, man. Yeah. So hopefully our, our boy Will Greer gets a job. Be nice. But again, like I said earlier, they don't give a lot of these quarterback chances. No. They don't. They They're just, not, it's not. You just get a new new crop of rookie quarterbacks come in. Well, and that's one of the reasons I think we like college football better than the pros is that the pros are totally averse to risk and creativity. Mm-hmm. And college football is nothing but risk and creativity. Yeah. Especially with the transfer portal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, man, this is tough because Wyoming's always – Feisty, weird. It's a, it's a spooky. A, it's two it teams. It's two, this is the spooky bowl. The spooky bowl. Lubbock first. Wherever the fuck Wyoming is. Laramie. I don't know what that is though. Laramie, Wyoming. Mizzou lost a game up there a couple I years ago. Can't even picture it in my head. They have um, a beautiful stadium. I'm sure. I'm sure there's mountains. Yeah. And, yeah. 
would I want to go there? I don't know. I don't know. Um, their def- their defense is actually pretty good. Who Wyoming? Yeah, they're always rock solid. Can't score though, so I don't know if they're gonna be able to keep keep up with uh, Tech. That's I the think only problem. Yeah, I think as spooky as this is, I like Tech to to cover here because they don't because Tech. Yeah, Wyoming doesn't have an offense. All Tech needs to do is win by seventeen. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Fifteen and a half. I like that under. Like the under on that. I just don't think this could. This game could start slow, very slow. I think Wyoming might be able to like keep up with them in the first half. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Or uh, Texas Tech wins this game, 35-20. Okay, that under still hits. No, no, that's wrong. Thirty-five fourteen. Okay, yeah, it just hits. I can't math. It's early. Uh, last game. We got Coastal Carolina going to UCLA over under 65 and a half. Coastal's catching 14 and a half. Um, Grayson McCall back for another year with the uh, Chanticleer offense. New coach, but they got the running backs. Uh, defense is pretty okay. Um, yeah, uh, UCLA weirdly just struggles early against these these teams like uh, South Alabama last year. Yeah. Probably should have well, been. Who I think, didn't we like smash that? Yeah. We were like, dude, they're going to roll. South out. Alabama's good. That's why I picked them in our draft. Yeah. So they're also playing Tulane this week. I th- if any, if I could pick a money line dog, I, I would pick South Alabama. But Tulane is ranked. I can't pick them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't love that Coastal has to travel all the way across the country. No. New coach, new system-ish. New coach, new system, and I think... I mean, it's like they're kind of a situation where uh, their offense is decent, but the defense is kind of lacking. New co- uh, quarterback for UCLA, though. You yeah. Got, uh, Garber's in there. A uh, little bit of experience, but DTR's been there the last couple of years. He looked great for the Browns in the preseason. I think he won the uh, backup job. Good for him. Yeah. He might get a lot of playing time. With Watson out? I was just with Watson being Watson. Yes, yeah, true. They do have this kid Dante Moore though, who's a freshman that is like got all the hype. Yeah, he's going to who UCLA. Yeah, he's going to be a stud. Yeah, um, so he might get some time. He might get some packages thrown in. Might see some like kind of uh, design runs for him. Mm-hmm. Dude, fuck it. I'm taking UCLA here. Are you? I just don't like the cross country travel. I just every year, man. They always start out weird and against a team like Coastal. What time? Was and you that? have you have a. Veteran quarterback like Grayson McCall, who's a fucking gamer. He's a straight-up yeah. gamer. He can cover to 14 and a half, right? Yeah. They're not going to win the game. UCLA is going to win this game. But yeah, yeah. Give me Coastal. Okay. Give me the Chanticleers. Give me the 14 and a half. I mean, this game starts at 10.30 p.m. Coastal's time. Okay. I just, you know. You don't think Coastal players are up at that, that time? I don't think they're doing... Intense physical activity. That oh, time. they're getting after it. in Myrtle. <laughs> they're getting after it in Myrtle. I just that's just such a bitch of a travel and all that stuff. It's so. fine. They've been there for a week probably. Yeah. Um. But yeah, those are our picks for the week. I don't feel great about them, but we'll see. We'll see. I feel great about. I'm mine. just excited that college football's back. I'll see you guys at the UCF game if you you're in Orlando on Thursday night. Um, we'll probably drop this tonight, Wednesday. We're yeah. recording. Um. About to get on a flight. Uh, and then, yeah, Miami of Miami game on Friday. And then I'll be at a ranked game on Sunday.
Can't talk about it. Florida State, yeah. LSU. But if uh, you want to pick, it's one of my playoff teams. Uh, oh, Florida State? Yes. Hey, it, is Nebraska or Minnesota ranked? No, I just – it's tomorrow night. Okay, fair. Oh, and yeah, I, you didn't do the Thursday games. That's what it I was. I just didn't want to even talk about that game. That's fair. That, I'm gonna be. That's gonna do you want to? If you do you want to pick that game, I'll I'll just we'll do it off right now. Minnesota. Off the cuff, I, I mean, would say Minnesota. Minnesota that seven helped. and a half. I thought it was just seven. Uh oh, might it dropped to seven? Yeah. Um, Minnesota minus seven at home. Yeah, I'm not gonna pick that game. Uh, I just, okay, I'm not gonna pick it either. It's yeah, that's fine. Right. You, you, you don't have to. But go with the go first because Nebraska's Matt Rule still got shit to figure out. Yeah, and Minnesota's got a real good defense, so fuck it. Um, I just saw that and was like, wait, are one of them ranked? No. They are not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep keep an eye on that game. Seems like it might be a fun game. It's probably the most fun Thursday night game, right? You uh, well, Utah, Florida, depending on. Uh yeah, depending. I mean, Utah might be down to the third string quarterback, right? So that might be why it's fun. Verizon, very very you, up in the air. Utah 50-50. cannot lose this game if they want to make the playoff. And then second string quarterback got hurt in practice the other day. So, I mean, if you're down to your third string quarterback, it's kind of. You can kind of lose that game, right? No. It's kind of excusable. You can't have like, two oh, losses. But you still you, can't have two. You have two losses. You win the Pac-12, and you have Cam Ryzen healthy at the end of the year. You might be able to make the exception. Be like, maybe. That first game doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Can Florida State get in with two losses? No. They lose to LSU and they lose Clemson, but they've redeemed that game. The Clemson game? Maybe. It could be a weird year. It just depends on the SEC and the Big Ten. So I don't think the so Ohio State. I I think I picked them to be in a playoff for their preview show because we were just like kind of ripping, ripping. I don't know if I like that pick because their offensive line is very concerning. I kind of think uh, they got the Ohio shitty State's ass tackle from San Diego State. OSU is going to have a loss before they get to Michigan. I don't think Michigan's going to get there either. I mean, super easy schedule. McCarthy, by all accounts, is good. Whatever. I, Fuck I these know. teams. We're not here to talk about them. You're right. Fuck them. Fuck them. It's all, all right. about mediocrity, baby. God damn right. We'll see you next week. Later.